Single simulcast episode 184. Uh, Fat Man Wild's in the building. Rashani's in the building. I really do appreciate y'all being here because y'all are like guests, I guess. I don't really know. I just appreciate you being here. You could be a lot of other places, and I really do appreciate it. Um, today, I am fortunate enough to be joined by two guests. One who has been on before and one who hasn't, but due to the fact that the one who has been on before is the lady in the couple, it's always ladies first. Um, I am joined by Leslie and Drew of the Interracial John podcast and the Ferguson Response Ferguson Response Team, Ferguson Response. Yeah, Ferguson Response Network. Network, Ferguson Response Network. Yeah. When I work at a place where they had like six stories, so I was the person on the ground floor, and if there was ever a fire alarm, I was part of the response team. So it was my job to make sure that everybody on the sixth floor made it out of the exits on the ground floor, and I was like, what if the buildings on fire are collapsing? And they were like, well, you can't leave until everybody's out safely. Mm-hmm. So I got a promotion and left that building. Yeah, that um, doesn't sound like a good, you know. Yeah. I was like, can I di- can I direct from outside? Can I be standing <laughs> in the plaza like this with the with the uh the flashlights and just be but now I always think of response team. But the Ferguson Response Network and the Interracial John podcast, I'm joined by Leslie and Drew. Leslie, tell them something about yourself. Um, tell them something about your shows. The floor is yours. Sure. Um, let's see. What about me? Um, Brooklyn born, um, in the midst of a move and, uh, our show, the interracial John podcast, we just had our 50th episode this week. Woo woo. Woo woo. And, um, it's really just the two of us. We know we talk about current events. We talk about pop culture. We talk about music. We like lists. So we do a lot of lists on the show. Um, and, uh, the Ferguson Response Network podcast is devoted to topics related to the Black Lives Matter movement. So, yeah. Awesome. And where can they find the Ferguson Response Network at to listen to it? Sure, they can go to fergusonresponse.org or they can um, just search Ferguson Response Network on iTunes or Stitcher. You can find them either either of those two places. Ruby, I'll also put it into the show notes, of course. And Drew, Drew, this is the first time I've had you on the show and I'm uber excited because uh-huh. I never get the chance to use Uber. Well, prepare to be underwhelmed. <laughs> no. <laughs> tell them something about yourself and tell them something about the interracial John. Uh, like Leslie said, she, you know, it's just her and I chit chatting things we've been talking about for years and years and decided to record it and see if two people like it. And apparently they do. So we'll keep doing it. And, uh, it's fun. We enjoy it. It's good couples time for us. And, uh, hopefully people like it. And as I said, it's interracialjohn.com and online. My, uh, I'd say you can find me lots of places, but I only tweet. That's my preferred platform, Twitter. And, uh, you can find me at very white guy. And uh, uh, there's not much to say. Let's, uh, I don't know, have a good, thanks for having us on, I guess. Yeah, definitely thanks for having us on. I've been looking forward to this. We were actually going to do this off in the future. And then I was, I was blessed because Leslie was like, yo, what are you doing this evening? And I was like, yes. So um, I actually canceled the second half of basketball. I was like, y'all kids got to get out. Oh, no. No, go. I got business. Now that, now that there's pressure. pressure. Yeah, I was like, you five and six-year-olds, get out of the gym. <laughs> You've got nap time. Caillou's on. Get out. Oh, 
But um, single simulcast is available on a litany of different places. Uh, you could be listening to us on Stitcher.com. You could be listening at singlesimulcast.com, which is still the movement. Um, we're available on TuneIn Radio, Player FM, um, iTunes. I always forget about iTunes and Podomatic. And then there's others. And I want to thank you all again for adding the feed to all of these different podcast feeders so that more people can find out about it. Without y'all, there's no me. And I really, really, y'all knew how I feel. Um, you can email the show at single simulcast at gmail.com. Um, you can leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016. Uh, if you want to check us out, we have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com backslash backslash backslash, backslash single simulcast up your butt, Trebek. Um, <laughs> and you can check us out on Twitter at single simulcast. And that's one word, no underscore. Um, so I was listening to the radio or listening to, let me be honest. I was listening to Spotify. Um, today because I love Spotify and I don't like the radio. I spoke on this a few episodes back, but I was listening to Spotify and I was listening to my eighties mix and on my eighties mix. I have everything from run DMC to uh, Fleetwood Mac to um, Aerosmith to um, Thomas Dolby. She blinded me with science. Love it. Um, Playlist. You're talking uh, about culture club. Mm, I love Culture Club. Oh my God. Hey, I talked about time on my show a few weeks ago. No, back don't get how... me started about Culture Club. My sisters went to a Culture Club concert when I was like, my sisters are older, much older than me. They're 11 years plus older than me. Mm-hmm. So um, they got to do cool things I didn't get to do. And I, I remember they got to go to a, see Culture Club and Wham. And I literally lost my shit. I was oh. so, I was devastated. But they were cool. They brought me back a t shirt. Oh, that's what's up. Knowing yep. that they actually had backstage passes and they went back and got autographs. And all I got was a little t-shirt. <laughs> you really lived that life. Like, they got all this and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. T-shirt. But, um, and then I also had the Bangles on there. And for those of y'all who don't know, the Bangles uh, have a song called Walk Like an Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Shit back in the day. Um, which I played in the, in the car with my kids now. When Kid Awesome, he's seven, he's like, yo, is this new music? And I'm like, no, it's 80s music. And they sing it with gusto. Like, he's in the background, like, way oh, way oh. Um, that but another the, song that... Santa Hoffs That's the awesome. huge. That was a, it was a number one hit. Yeah. Was all kinds of airplay. It was on, like, every different channel. You go to your dentist and you'd hear it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um... And the Bangles also had another song called Eternal Flame. That's right. And uh, <laughs> Eternal Flame, uh, Walk Like an Egyptian was their pop song, um, which, again, it's a classic. And Eternal Flame is also a classic in its own right. Um, Eternal Flame was more of the ballad song between uh, the lead singer and her boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Um and when I was a kid, it was just awesome. It was just beautiful and poignant. And I may have used some of the lyrics in love letters to girls when I was in high in junior high school, along with All for One and um, and uh, Shy, a lot of Shy, but um, All for One too, because I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky, I'll be there for you, girl. Mm. Um, but as I got older and I listened to the Bangles again. I realized that their song, Eternal Flame, 
is less a ode to loving somebody and just being so deeply in love with them that the fire burning deep inside your soul will never end. And it's more like an STD commercial. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, the reason why I know that is because if you know the chorus to Eternal Flame, you know it goes... Hi, baby. That's my wife, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting chorus. I don't remember that from Eternal The chorus is a battery hitting the ground. The, <laughs> the kids, like I said, they're in science project mode, so they're trying to see how many um, paperclips I could pick up by attaching two batteries to a wire. It's really dope. I just like watching it. We'll Ooh. talk about that later on, too. Um, but the chorus to Eternal Flame, or the words to Eternal Flame, go like this. And remember... STDs. Close your eyes. Give me your hand, darling. Do you feel my heart beating? Do you understand? Do you feel the same? Or am I only dreaming? <laughs> or is this burning an eternal flame? <laughs> Them girls got the clap. <laughs> burning. <laughs> it, do you feel it too? Do you feel the same way I feel? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or am I only dreaming that I was with you when I got this? Mm. This burning hurts. I need What's to that? know that you know how I feel. Give me your hand. Mm-hmm. The 80s. The 80s free sex. The 80s. And wasn't there something with the bangles? Did they get broke up because of a dude? Like two of them loved a guy or something? No. I thought know? they broke up because Susanna Hoff was so... Like became yeah. a sex symbol after yeah. that, bought, like an Egyptian video. Yeah, she became like Prince was. She was Prince's muse for a while, and she was involved with Donovan Leach, the um, actor. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was much. Jelly. Who, uh, what's the other girl that was in it? Jane. Um, oh gosh, now I'm blanking on who the other girls were in it. The other girl that was sort of famous too. I gotta Google it. Go for it. But uh, yeah, whenever I hear this song now, I laugh. Like every time I hear it, because I immediately think about that. Do you feel the same? Am I only dreaming or is this burning an eternal flame? And then it just fades and I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining an 80s ballad classic. Damn but it. while it's, while just it's on. Don't touch Total Eclipse of the Heart and we'll be okay. Oh, I love Total Eclipse of the Heart. Mm. Isn't there someone did a video where they took that and they like acted out? They did something weird with that. I can look it up now too. Turn around. No, she's saying basically what they were doing in that. That's right. There's a. No, I'm gonna turn and look at the weird corner and tell you hello. There's a style of doing that. They call (laughs) it. Oh, that sounds awesome. It's really funny. I love good songs. It's like a saxophone solo. It's like really like extra. It's really hilarious. I can play it if you want. <laughs> Go for it. I was looking it up at the same time you were saying it, but I'm sure y'all got that internet action. Go for it. Bottles and cloth, and can you see me through the span? Creepy doll window and what looks like a bathrobe and a dim shot of dangling balls. <laughs> Footage of a moon in the sky. <laughs> Messing up my close up with a floating blue curtain. Now let's see who's coming in from outside. Why are not reacting in the 
And it just goes uh, on and on. Goes, it does the oh, whole it, video it, like it's that. It's called Total Clips of the Heart, literal video yeah, version. Yeah, literal video. It's very That is fun. awesome. I actually, um, I write parody songs, and that's awesome. Um, I, I just ran into one a few days ago um, that was of the Avengers, and what they did was they turned down the volume on the, the, the movie, the Avengers, and read their lips, kind of like they did with the Juggernaut a few years back. But oh, they, they, do they did that with football players. There's too. a group of people that do that. Bad, li- bad lip reading, yeah. exactly. Yeah, bad lip reading. And so they did the Redneck Avengers. And I oh, laughed while I cried. I was at work watching it. Hilarious. They are bloody excellent. So uh, here's a list for you, Leslie. Put a pin in it for the John. 12 best literal videos. Okay, we'll have to go through them. <laughs> awesome. the, I knew there was a style, that there was a thing to it. Yeah. No. It's a good one. That video is ridiculous, so it's a good one to do as well. Oh shit! I hope Safety they do dances meet, up there. I hope they do meet anything by Meatloaf because his videos are ridiculous. Well, Total Clips of the Heart's the, the number one. Of course, it's the best. Of course, <laughs> Launch to Jean. Because the video has nothing to do with anything going on in the song. It's so '80s random. Every video in the '80s was like that. Did you Women just, on cars. For ask, what purpose? Did you ask for like, Meatloaf? Is that what you said? I said Meatloaf should be up there. Yeah, anything for love. Meatloaf. Yeah, for sure. All of his videos were ridiculous. <laughs> But like you said, any 80s video was like so completely separate from what the actual song was about. I mean, run DMC videos for the longest time were nothing but up close shots of their shoes, tapping back and forth, posing, (laughs) them rapping back and forth while moving their heads towards each other. And yeah. then posing again, then back to uh, a bunch shoes. of cutaway shots. Like you look at her, then look at him, right. look at her, then look right. at him. Exactly. Yeah, not, none of it was impressive. No, <laughs> but we love them anyway. We do. That's we all we them. had. Okay, yes. all you young people, I, you I whippersnappers. Didn't, listen, I didn't get MTV till I was like to college. I was like nineteen. I, was, I had like, MTV, MTV when I went to high that? school, but only because I went away to high school. I went to boarding school. Otherwise, if I was home, I wouldn't have had cable. I, I started watching. Like, I hadn't seen MTV until I went to high school. I had to sit up and watch Friday Night Videos. Because New, New York City didn't get cable until I till I was done with high school. So I went to college when I was 18 or 19 because there was a big, you know, b- war between Time Warner and whoever oh, else gosh. was trying to give cable. It was ridiculous. The loser. I'm just, yeah. I'm just guessing that it wasn't Comcast, but it feels like Comcast has been fucking us over forever. Yeah, I don't think it was Comcast then, but they may have morphed into Comcast by now, so who knows? We live in Comcast town. So do I. Not for long. Not for long. We're leaving. <laughs> On a jet plane. Right. Um, now, I don't know if all of y'all out there, well, I know all of y'all out there don't know what Leslie looks like. Um, <laughs> I know you don't know what Leslie looks like, um, but Leslie has shown me a video of her in a Zumba class where they're like stepping in the name of love, and it is brilliant. Um, I've also seen pictures of her in the walk for or the march for justice. Um, I've just seen pictures of her, you know, just out and about with Drew or whatever it may be, because she's a friend of mine on Facebook, you know. So I see these pictures and I, I click like accordingly. You know, that's what you're supposed to do, click like. That's right. Um, it took me about a month of knowing Leslie to realize that she has a damn doppelganger. It's scary, though. When you show me those pictures, I, like, lost my shit. She has a doppelganger that looks just like her. Yeah. That is my wife's best friend. Yeah. 
It's really? crazy. I need to see the picture. We Put look, it on Skype. We Hold look on. Exactly. Let, me, let me see if I can find one real quick because it is absolutely dimples too? eerie. It is I don't eerie. like the dimples, but honestly, our faces look exactly the same. Like, some of the pictures, I thought it might have been me for like Shut half a it. second. Really? I was like, wait, is that me? Oh, no, it's not me. Yeah. And I've had this happen to me before because one of my cousins, Deborah, she lives in England. She'll never hear this, but in case she does, shout out to you, Debbie. Um, she, my great grandmother had a hundredth birthday party. She turned a hundred. Um, my family's from Jamaica. And so everybody came from like the U.S. and Canada and England because a lot of my family had emigrated various places back to Jamaica for this big party. So there was a lot of cousins that I hadn't met before and. And that's, when that's I brought, that's when what I saw Nisha. I was like, maybe related to me. Maybe it could be. I was like, they might be related. They look yeah. exactly alike, it's and I'm crazy. actually hunting right now. Yeah, when I and when I got to the party, I was young. I was maybe like 15 or something. Everybody that was from England kept saying, "Oh my god, somebody go get Debbie! Somebody go get Debbie!" Like over and over again. I was like, "What the fuck is going on? What what is it about this Debbie person?" Yeah, so what is it about Debbie? And then they like I went to, into one of the houses because we had a bunch of houses next door to each other. Everybody was staying in, and I went into one, and this woman that looked like me but ten years older turned the corner, and I was staring at her, and we started just like staring. It was the weirdest thing because we looked so much alike, had never met before. We're you know ten or you know twelve years apart in age, and it was just freaky. You're like that baby that saw her daddy's twin. Oh, that poor baby! <laughs> oh, you that saw poor that little black baby. She was so confused. Wait. Wait. That was hilarious, but at the same time, that was so sad. I said to Drew that, you know, they had to catch the baby at exactly the right point where it was old enough to recognize uh, the dad by sight, okay, which is not immediate. Obviously, you know, babies can't see that well at first, Um, but also um, young enough to be confused by it. So it was. It's a short window that they would have to yeah. get the, catch the baby in this scenario where it would recognize the face, but not put two and, and two. And together. also have passed the stage of uh, I think it's like Erickson's childhood development object permanence, right? right that's to know what I mean. That, that one daddy is different than this other person that looks just like, like daddy. Like daddy, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a little window. They they just came in to f with that baby's <laughs> life. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, yo, you ready? You ready for this? Ready for this? Hey, hey, hey. I think she's ready. Come on, come on. Come out from behind. Like, I'm like, I would do that, and I would enjoy every moment of it. But at the same (laughs) time, I am able to understand that's messed up. Yeah. I felt bad for the baby. You could hear the mom was like, oh, no, she's confused. Y'all confusing her. I made up a whole backstory in my mind, though, that the the brother was in the was in the service and he couldn't come see the baby until this time. So it was like, you know, interesting in my head. That's what that's why. No, yeah. I think that was the full story, you know. Oh, like, what? I just think, I just thought that. No, no. He was he was really in the armed forces, I think, and he was coming back off of uh, off of whatever they call it, furlough leave um, outage. But, oh, I didn't even know that. I just made that up. Uh, operation that's fuck what with really my, happened. My oh. nephew. <laughs> well, see, that makes sense then. It would have been his first time be- being able to see the baby, so. Yeah, operation like mess with my niece. It's like the oh, Matrix, like- not like that. Yeah, but I feel like at least if they're in the room together, she can start putting it two and two. If they just let the uncle meet her alone, that's creepier, I think. Mm-hmm. No, not fair. Without the dad there. Because then yeah, it's like, well, it's just my dad, you know. Yeah, you're that's, bonding inappropriately. Yeah, it's not good. No, no. It's not cute. Don't do that. Yeah, but still, that poor, that poor <laughs> Twin problems, I guess. Twin problems, Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to find this picture, and I'm going to send it to you. Um, well, if, if Leslie says that it, she, for like a 
nanosecond even considered. Is I literally was like, wait, wait, is that me? I, I don't want to say I don't want to see somebody that looks like me, but if I did, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. You too? <laughs> On Skype, we were video chatting, and you called all your kids over, and they all of them were like, oh, my God, immediately. Like, you didn't even have to say anything. Yeah. That was they all awesome. were like, immediately said, yeah, I look And even them. the skin tone, everything? Yes. Everything. Everything. Wow. That's kind of creepy. It's really <laughs> creepy. Matter of fact, I like found... Doppelganger, he's going to be like like German or like, I don't know. It wouldn't be on the West Coast. <laughs> it wouldn't be here in the States. I found it. Batman Wild Spin the Beats. We'll be right back to single simulcast. Yeah. 
Kalita. I represent Gorilla Feminism Chicago, and I once won a Nobel Peace Prize in Awesomeness, and that is why you should listen to Single Simulcast. Give me your hand, darling. Do you feel my heart beating? Do you understand? Do you feel the same? Am I only dreaming? Is this burning an eternal flame? I believe it's meant to be. Doctrine Podcast. Real shit with real people. And you are now listening to the Single Simulcast.
single simulcast, Fat Man Wild, episode 184, uh, Leslie and Drew from the Interest John and the Ferguson Response Network, and myself. Again, thanks for being here. I really do appreciate it. Um, so, I, I just, I'm still getting over the fact that, you know, I know you're twin, and that's really, really freaking me out. It's crazy. Y'all really need to go on that show that's on, um, I think it's on VH1 called Who's Your Daddy? Oh, yeah, we should. You should. And I just said to Leslie, she used to wear glasses. We I had did. LASIK eye surgery. I used to wear glasses. Literally used to wear glasses just like We that. had surgery when we moved to Argentina, so we did even looked even more like before the surgery. It's kind of weird. That's Cray right there. I'm going to have to start asking her invasive questions that she doesn't want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you when you were born? What? Who? Who's your daddy? Where were have you seen that show? Sure. <laughs> swap stories. Oh my gosh, that show. Rashani, have you seen that? Who's your daddy? No, no. Uh, swap it's stories. Swap stories, but the it's so tacky. The name of the truck is Who's Your Daddy? Yeah, Nisha was showing me the whole thing. Like we watched an episode a few days ago where um, a white guy and a black lady thought that they might have been siblings, and the woman who does the DNA testing was like, "Nope." I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> Why are y'all even here wasting my time? Blah, blah, blah. And it turned out that they were actually related. And the guy was like, that's why they're here. And it was like, damn it. Funny. But, yeah, it was, it, I, I mean, it's better than the Real Housewives and all those shows. At least somebody's life is getting put back together instead of being torn apart through drama, backbiting, and issues that could easily be taken care of if they weren't actually on TV where everybody sees it publicly. Um, but you know, to each their own. I have news. This past weekend, an American tourist was mauled to death in her car at Lion Park in Johannesburg, South Africa. Lion Park, according to its website, allows its visitors to view a wide range of African wildlife species from the comfort of your car, which sounds nice until one jumps to your car and kills you. In order to prevent this, Lion Park forbids its visitors from driving through the enclosure with the windows open. A Makes sensible sense. rule in which the logic can be easily understood. And yet, <sighs> there was a car <laughs> driving to the Lion Camp, and the Lion did come through the window and bite the lady. Scott Simpson, operations manager of the privately run venue, the Lion Park, told Talk Radio 702 on Monday. The mm -hmm. ambulance arrived quite soon, but the lady had passed away. Aww. Oh, no. The woman and another American tourist have been traveling through the park northeast of the South African city with their car windows open. The second tourist sustained injuries while trying to free the woman, the radio station reported. Oh, gosh. On the other hand, one lion at least has opened a car door with its mouth as well. What? So. It's like Jurassic Park up in there. Exactly. <laughs> They learning. Exactly. I, I just, I'm not going to say, like, I, I did feel bad, like, mocking and stuff, but, like, you drove through a lion park with your window down. Mm. Were they white? I, I, they don't say, but I'm pretty confident. That sounds like some white people shit to me. <laughs> just like, they say keep the windows open. Like, lion country with your windows <laughs> you down. You almost tell, like, as I was reading that, like, you know, because it sounded like a, a, a news clip that came from a lawyer or something. Like, this giant, like, you know, paragraph of all this, like, don't do this, don't do this. And yet, <laughs> I mean, it's like you see these rules. I don't know 
anybody but white folks who would try and circumvent that rule in a place where you know that there's dangerous animals that can kill you. First of all, I don't know too many black folks who are going to in a there lion at park. <laughs> Period. Hey, you want to go to lion park? What, the zoo? No. <laughs> there better be a gate in between us because I'm not doing that with you ever. Yes. Y'all, they, they, they like to... You know, really push the envelope with regard to you know physics. Um, I'll, ju- I'll just speak being as, smart as, around as, animals as this white guy, and I won't even say anything about situationally. Yeah. I'm just generally very fast and loose with my safety, and <laughs> <laughs> like in various situations. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's a white thing. I just you know, this very white guy is not exactly the it's most true. composed with no. You, you know. don't have fear. That's what it is, I think. Maybe. Y'all don't have fear of things. Yeah, that's probably why we do that, that's what you do that extreme that's why, shit. That's what I gotta jump out of a building and I fucking... did ate my baby. That's what happens. You know. I was lying in bed, and a trail of army ants crawled up my leg. What'd you do? I stayed still. <laughs> Black people, I was in bed, and a trail of army ants crawled up my leg. What'd Not you do? Ant. Nigga... I got out of bed. I jumped out of bed and put some off on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, that's the difference. Easily. You always see whenever it's like you know an alligator eats somebody's arm off, it's always some dumbass white person putting their hand right in there like that. <laughs> that's why when black <laughs> folks die first in horror movies, I get so mad because that's not how it happens. Nope. It's not how it happens, boo boo. We don't go towards the danger. Y'all yeah, are the ones real, who were like, I thought I heard something. I was gonna say, in real life, we're already in danger. In, so. in real life, by the time the white people are like, hey, what's going on? Black guy's like 10 blocks away. Gone. Like, like, gone. I don't know. Is this dangerous? Know. Hey, where, uh, he's gone. Hey, where'd Jamal go? What's going on here? <laughs> we, we don't. Look, on the Q train. <laughs> See ya. Look, white people, you want to know the one place you can move to in your town where there's no black people living? Honestly, Elm Street. We yes. don't move there in real life. That's right. Like, there That's might fun. just be something. Yes. That might be a true story. We can't confirm it, but until we do... We're not taking no chances. Y'all got it. Yes. <laughs> you got it. That's all you. Hey, all busy. We're my buddy dolls to... spiked okay. dramatically Oh God! after Chucky came out. Black <laughs> Miles was like, fuck <laughs> that shit. <laughs> not doing oh. it. My nephew had one of those. I had one. I actually did a, a YouTube video about how my brother used to follow me around with it and put it in corners of rooms and say <laughs> I was walking. That's hilarious. Not fair at all. My brother was a punk ass. <laughs> so Such funny. a punk ass. I should have thought of that to do to my nephew. Ooh. Yeah. I used to do this thing where I put glue on my hand and make it dry and then I'd peel it off like it was my skin and be like, oh my God. He <laughs> would cry and cry. <laughs> Sounds about little Leslie. <laughs> Leslie, you sound just like Tiffy. <laughs> oh, I saw some of those pictures. That's I went. I, fo- I had. I found. I remember. I had found her on Facebook, so and I could see her, her profile picture. Yeah, like, that's what Tiffany. It's crazy. Yeah. Temples, everything, everything. Yeah. It is wild. Crazy. Like I told she my wife, her mom. Looks I told like my those. wife, and I was like, "Yo, look." Look at this. Like, I, I'm sorry, Leslie. <laughs> oh, it's really no, crazy. For real. It's a doppelganger. I you said, I look and I was like, is that me? Wait a second here. Yeah. It's oh, I didn't even tell Nisha to look at her. I said, look at this. And oh, Leslie yeah. was right there. Look at this. Look. I told you. Get real close. Don't. <laughs> they won't enter you. Um, 
We just can't share the same airspace. Yeah, not, otherwise we'll, we'll, we'll fuck up the time-space continuum. No, you'll do one of those body switch things. <laughs> yes. Real talk. That's There's right. Cameron sliders and, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I used to love sliders. Oh, me too. I love Jerry O'Connell. It's a good show. Yeah, yeah. He was, was awesome. Bad. He was awesome in that show. And the black guy, who I can't remember his name right now because he was the black guy. But he never died. No, he didn't. He he kept it moving. Fat white dude died. He did. The old white dude, right? He yep. died. The old white dude died. Black dude stayed alive forever. But, uh, yeah. All right. Let's keep it pushing. Um, damn it. This story is taking a second to come up. But I know it because I read it and laughed at it quite a few times. A woman was arrested for assault. After she was told by somebody that she was too fat to join in the threesome, the um, woman was approached by another woman and her husband, who then turned to two younger people and said, would y'all like to be a part of a threesome with her? The woman who was arrested for assault then said, that's rude. You shouldn't be saying that in the open. And the woman who invited the first two to the threesome said, not you, you're too fat. Mm. <sighs> Naomi Pleasant ended up being arrested for assault after she bit Amanda Parson during the ensuing scuffle. Miss Parson told the court that she was headed back to her caravan with her children after a boozy night at about 2 a.m. when Pleasant started making racy cu- suggestions to a young couple. Pleasant asked the group to go back to my caravan for a threesome and sex party. Miss Parsons said she found her comments insulting, and Pleasant admitted to the court that she then said to her, I don't want you to go because you're too fat. Oh. Miss Parsons said, I am fat, so I wasn't bothered by the comment. It's not in my nature to get upset and angry. But then the court heard that Pleasant and Miss Parsons ended up grappling on the ground. Pleasant claimed that Miss Parson hit her in the head and then sat on her and started bouncing up and down. <laughs> wow. The 32-year-old defendant admitted that she bit Miss Parson on her thigh and finger. She tried to get her off, but claimed that her actions were in self-defense. And Miss Parsons admits to grabbing Miss Pleasant's hair and pulling it back to stop her from biting her again before security staff arrived at the scene to separate them. Pleasant told the police I was very drunk. I did make a derogatory remark for calling by calling her fat, for which I apologized for. It was at this point where she turned around and hit me in the head. She admitted biting her fellow tourists on the right leg because she sat on top of me, bouncing up and down on me. <laughs> the couple she invited back to her caravan for the threesome sex party told the court that Pleasant was flirty, chatty, and inappropriate. And Pleasant said I had too much to drink. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> on the scale of being one to ten, on being drunk, I was a six. I was a bit loud. I made a very derogatory <laughs> remark. I called her a fat bitch. Oh, it wasn't a very nice thing to say. And you got sad on for it. <laughs> wow, that ain't right. No. Wow. No. Not right. That's a that lot of not how you de-escalate the situation. Nope. That's the opposite of what you needed to do. Exactly. Well, she was drunk. She said she had some drinks. She was a six out of ten, man. What do you want from her? That means she's not drunk enough to be dumb enough to do that. That's exactly. Well, she was more like a seven and a half. Yeah. See, the thing is, if she was a little drunk, she probably would have just done the threesome. (laughs) 
Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, stop it. It's a little devil. tricky there. We had Carl uh, on uh, this last week and he stayed with us and he loves judge shows. So we were oh, watching yes. judge shows and he had on Judge Mathis. And one of the, the I don't know what you call it, cases involved a, a real like creepy skeevy looking dude that joined a swingers club <laughs> and had a membership. And then he said that the owner of the swingers club blasphemed and libeled him by having people like put on a forum that he was creepy and weird and that nobody wanted to like engage with him at this like swingers club. So he wanted his money back. He wanted his money back, yeah. Because he, he, he was creepy. he was creepy and weird. And weird. But and he was creepy like and hella weird. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he went to court. He went to like on TV. Like you went on TV to say A, you wanted to be a swingers and no, out of all the swingers, none of them wanted to do any swinging with you. <laughs> you know what? Good job, dude. If you're the guy Who's standing there like alone in the swinger club? That's like being the guy who goes to Chuck E. Cheese by himself. Right, but you don't go on TV and announce that. I exactly. feel like I would, I would just keep that to myself and push on. That's all I'm saying. Listen, it's Friday. Everybody knows I go to fucking Showbiz Pizza. <laughs> Four o'clock. Fucking pocket full of quarters. Don't ask me any questions. Don't ask me anything about it. It's none of your business. Look, so I go to these clubs, right? And they know me. They know me. I am King Swing Dingling. And <laughs> I was just flabbergasted when all these people kept going past me. I asked one person and they just gave me the side. I asked another person acted like they couldn't hear me. I asked another person and she said she only liked girls. Then I asked if I could watch and she sat on me and bounced up and down. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of enjoyed that. <laughs> then I went, I, I did, I did. And then I went home and I looked on the internet and they said King Swing Dingling is yep. weird and awkward. And awkward. Nothing I did that night was weird and awkward. Nope. Everything, I was on the up and up. And I want my money back. <laughs> sure, Can't I was in there like with a shirt saying fuck with the best. <laughs> I would. I would walk into it. First of all, <laughs> I want to... I don't. I don't. I, I know that they're too easy to find out here in California. I don't. Never mind. I just redacted myself mid-sentence. Like, my mind does that. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has that power, but my mind was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shani, on a scale of 1 to 10, you were at an 8, and all you drank was water. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, my problem, I wish I had that. My problem is it's like two words in. Like, I'll say like half the fucked up thing, but, and then I, uh, mm. oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be like, you know what, I, Hmm. And they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, nothing. <laughs> Another thing that I do is that if I say something like sometimes with my beloved wife, the words make it out. But my mind is also quick enough to turn down the volume. So I'll be like, baby, you are so fucking sexy. I just want to just do it right now. And she'll turn around and be like, what'd you say? And I'll be like, I, I got away with that. If you didn't hear what I said, that's a free pass. <laughs> that is, I'm... I'm I'm not repeating that shit. What I look like, stupid? And she's like, never I bet mind, you don't remember mind. what you said. Never mind, never mind. Pretty much. So now she does it to me, and I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> when I do it to you, it's hilarious. When you do it back, that's abuse. Not right. Who needs electoral reform when there's lots to watch online, particularly images and videos involving naked people? That might have been wow. Joao Rodriguez's line of thought when the Brazilian politician was caught watching porn on his phone during a parliamentary debate, independent <laughs> reports. Local media shot vid video of him scrolling through the material and even showing it to colleegues Jeez. during a debate in the Chamber of Deputies. Mm -mm. 
On the table beside him laid an invite to a Christian mass at the Central Bishop to Brazil location. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Providing a contrast to the decidedly unchristian film he was watching. On his Facebook page, Rodriguez says he was just combing through material from nearly 100 groups on works on WhatsApp to separate the wheat from the chafe per the mirror. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. many people on Facebook seem to buy that, leaving him messages that the independent describes as overwhelmingly positive. Mm, he'll be separating the wheat from the chaff yeah, soon the enough. Thing. Here's the thing. It's just porn. Everybody watches it. So he watched it at work. Mistake. Um, a televised debate? <laughs> you know, like... There's at work, and then there's, like, at work while everybody's watching you do a presentation. It doesn't make any sense. Hold on. Let me flip this. Let me flip this. I'm pretty good at this. You act like you ain't never played Candy Crush at a meeting. (laughs) Thank you, Rajani. Thank you. Maybe, maybe not. People will go from porn to Candy Crush in a a millisecond. They will. It's the same thing. Come on. It's the same thing. It's not work. It's not work. Equally as addicting. Yeah, I slapped that baby. You act like you never littered before. You never threw something out your window? Really? I saw you. Really? You, you've you never thrown something out your window? Yeah, I did too. It was just a kid. Mm-mm. Let's get there. Get to where I'm at. <laughs> you say tomato. I say kill a dog. It's the same thing. I don't... <laughs> What's wrong with you? What are you looking at me like that for? Go yes. back to your job. Don't blame me. Don't blame Maybe. me. Blame society. He was that trying to make it free. Yeah. The next level on porn. Is that what right? it was? Like Candy Crush, the next level. You're trying Just to get past up. level 64. Leveling, leveling up. <laughs> leveling up. Mm. Chris Life's Christie was like, yeah, I was at the football game spending credit cards worth of money, but you were watching porn. <laughs> not not this, not the same thing? No? Not the same. 80 grand on nachos. It makes me... I know he fed other people. It's not just him. Like, it wasn't just him. But that's ridiculous. And then he tried to join in the threesome, and they were like, you're too fat. <laughs> <laughs> but he had the bypass. He's slimming down. Is he? If he's eating sixty, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 worth of nachos, he's on his way back up. I don't know. Because it's, it's like some people have the surgery, and they go, like, I don't know, Star Jones. Where, Al Roker. Or Al Ro- not Al Roker. Al Roker's the other kind. Or uh, Al Sharpton. But then some have the have the surgery and they go more Al Roker, where it's like, what's going on exactly? Well, there's different types. There's the complete bypass. And oh, right. The, the, the lap sleeve, bands, the lap all band. those different yeah, things. Yeah, they do different things. Yeah. But I don't know what one he had. I don't know if he's... You don't need to. We don't, he's not... You know, he has, it's HIPAA. He hasn't, like, released it. No, of course he hasn't. But he's... I mean, he released that something happened. <laughs> $80,000 worth of not just happened. I know that. And they're like, you better get ahead of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It's like he gets the year-end report from the credit card company. Holy he's like, holy shit, there's a lot of Jesus. nachos. <laughs> I start losing some weight. Yes. Hey, 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 Chris, we got this credit card uh, saying that you got this huge bill. Um... Really, dog, though? I, I mean, if I was his helper, I, I would have really changed my voice. Like, really, dog? <laughs> Nachos? Like, most politicians, I can see prostitutes. I can see uh, you buying an apartment for your mistress, jewelry for your mistress, car for your mistress, because these are politicians. Sure. Chaos for the dick pics that you send out, Anthony. Yep. You went out and bought yourself nachos. <laughs> Not caviar. <laughs> Not not a rack of ribs. No. Not like the best steak around. And not even the best nachos around. And like, you know, it's like going to Great America or these other theme parks. Like you're out on the West going to like Disneyland. You pay an arm and a leg for all that shit. It's like the price is so jacked up. 
<laughs> That's like premium price nachos. And he's just like, he orders all of these nachos, and he's just sitting in the middle of them singing Oliver Twist songs and shit. Food, glorious food. <laughs> Hot sausage and mustard. Now I can just like picture him like bathing in that nacho sauce, like a bathtub full of it. Just like he's swimming in it like Scrooge tits. McDuck in his money bin. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I am an asshole. <laughs> um, so so much rain has fallen this May and flood ravaged Texas that it can cover the entire state with eight inches of water. Meteorologists say. Every drop of rain these days is a drop too many in much of Texas, where 22 people have died and President Barack Obama has declared a major disaster. Over the weekend, a University of Houston student saw an object in Bray's Bayou and reported to campus police, who contacted Houston authorities, and police found a male body, and it suggests the death is related to the flooding. Breaking uh, news out of Houston. It was going to say about the flood and how California's not getting any. Oh. Like, that's the reason why I told this story. I'm sad about the, the deaths and everything, but doggone it. We are thirsty. It's bad out here. Um, like, all y'all who are getting floods and all that kind of stuff, can we borrow some? Can, can you just, like, take cups? Styrofoam cups plastic cups those jugs that you put the water in for um for aquafina or the um things that you put on the water cooler fill those up and just ship them out our way we would greatly appreciate it if y'all are flooding that means y'all are over the limit anyway y'all overdid it homes you got too much to drink um and i do want to stop again and i don't want to go um what's the quarterback for the 49ers Colin Kaepernick. I don't want to go full Colin Kaepernick out here and be like, I brought the floods, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven rules. Is Weird. he still your quarterback? I thought he got traded or something. He hasn't no, gotten traded yet. He should because he sucks. But then no, the 49ers I... suck. Who's their coach anyways yeah, they, now? He just got rid of Harbaugh. I know their that. coach right now is not Jim Harbaugh. No, he's back in Michigan. It's like Dennis crazy. something or other or Tom or... John or some weird guy who was like the defensive line coach and now steps into that role. I don't know what's going uh, on out there. Yeah. They're not the Seahawks. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but he came out talking about, yeah, we're going to bring the rain next season. We're going to bring the storms to you. I, no, that's what he does. His new hashtag is a storm, but instead of the T, he puts a seven. So he was, he put. Has Kaepernick's doing that? Ka Kaepernick. He put, I told you a storm was coming. And showed a picture of the Houston floods. What? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, um, Jim Tom Sula, I guess, is their coach. I, I don't know. He used to be their defensive coordinator, I guess. Yeah. Correct. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, he was like, um, storms are coming. And he used that with the Houston flash floods. And then people were like, you know that there was a flood, right? Because you put the picture of it in your tweet. And he was like, that was a flood? Dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then he flexed a little bit and everybody fell out. Um, he quickly deleted the tweet. But his tweet, I got it now, his tweet. Had hashtag Houston 
Oh, no. That's hashtag just... Houston. And he put, I told you, the hashtag seven storms. Because he put seven T-O-R-M-S. Yeah. I warned you the storm's coming. Hashtag Houston. And then show the picture of the floods. Oh, God. Kaepernick. Kaepernick. And then he comes back later on. And he says, no disrespect intended. Prayers up. Prayers up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, I'm just living. Who do you love? I don't get tired. Mm. I swear that was a plot on that TV show, Barely Famous, Leslie, Mm. where the one sister tweeted for the first time. She's like, yeah, loving life, doing great, Malibu. And like it was the same day, like a bus crash and killed a bunch of people. Kaepernick's doing that like for real. It's so awesome. Uh, they ain't throwing shade. I'm reading a USA Today article about it. And Kaepernick, I guess, uh, wrote up a statement. He said, I'm so sorry about my insensitive post earlier. Um, I didn't fully understand how many people are struggling in Houston right now, and I feel horrible. How do you understand when you show the picture with every single car in the picture underwater? Just dummy. Here, here's the shade, though. Uh, they also make a note that Seattle Seahawks QB Russell Wilson offered his support. Oh, yeah. They got to throw that in because we're better than the 49ers. Ain't that right, boo? Well, how'd he get in the mix? They talking yeah, about Kevin's like, oh, by the way, Russell was like, hey, I got you, Houston. I'm holding you down. Anytime you, you get a quote from Kaepernick, what's gotta, Russell think? What's Russell think about that, though? What does That's the what Fox they... say? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, Russell Wilson and Colin, they've always shown them, like, when they first met to go to the Super Bowl a few seasons back, they showed Colin as the sullen guy wearing the Beats headphones, and Russell Wilson was the guy who was going to hospitals and shaking hands and was married to a white woman. So they were really trying to convey Colin as this thug. Yeah, well, he's then, got all tattoos and whatever. Yeah, and I mean, if they had gone to the Super Bowl, that narrative would have continued, but that was the game where Richard Sherman tipped the ball from Michael Crabtree and then right. they started yelling, so all of a sudden uh-huh. Richard Sherman was the thug. Mm-hmm. Yep. But going into it, don't get it twisted. Going into it, America had Colin Kaepernick pegged as the thug. Yeah. And if the 49ers had gone to the Super Bowl, Richard would still be a smart guy from South Central who went to Stanford and made good. And Colin would be a thug who put these pictures up. So I'm just saying, the media changes like that. And it doesn't take much for us to be a thug. It's the truth. Headphones? You're a thug. Tattoos? You're a thug. So, you know, I'm just putting that out there and leaving it and walking across the street. But Colin Kaepernick, yeah, I warned you. The storms are coming, Houston. And they were like, oh, really? When did you warn us? (laughs) Because we're stuck here in the water. And I laugh because Colin's an asshole. Yeah, sorry. But he is. In a lawsuit that appears to be the first of its kind in the nation, a man who was burned over half his body when he tried to make a batch of hash oil in his garage with guidance from YouTube videos has filed an $11 million lawsuit faulting the store that sold him the butane necessary for his do-it-yourself project. His lawsuit blames the importers, the distributors, and the Shell Mini Mart on uh, Foster Road that sold him the butane, alleging that they failed to warn that butane vapors are highly explosive, especially in enclosed places such as the garage, and that other people who have tried to make hash oil with butane have been badly burned or killed. (laughs) The lawsuit, which was filed on Wednesday, is unprecedented in the U.S., 
but hash oil explosions are not. The list of people who have ended up seriously hurt or dead after hash oil explosions have been growing in recent weeks, and I just want to say, yes, he's half white. Now he's half white, half burnt. <laughs> Try and make weed or hash oil. Get burned for hash oil. Sue the people who sold you to butane. I, I, I almost guarantee you it says, like, highly fucking flammable, like, 12 ways from Sunday, including the vapor. No, it, that is the. Uh, on some level, we're so litigious; it's just absurd. And I'm not saying like I, we should have tort reform or this or that. It's a totally different conversation. But good cripes, the lawsuits. Flynn said that his that the company advises caution in refilling lighters, but has failed to warn about the dangers of the hash oil extraction process. <laughs> he said, "I appreciate that they put on there. Don't overfill your lighter." But one of those cans is enough to fill your lighter for five years, Flynn said. It's a wink and a nod. They know it, and everyone else knows that this product is used for the manufacture of butane hash oil. It's not a secret. I, you know, maybe they're aware that that's happening, but like, okay, so my backpack meth lab exploded and burnt me, and now I'm going to sue, you know, the, the, the person I bought the gas from? That's absurd. Uh. But it's so awesome. Fat Man Wild Spin the Beats. We'll be right back. This single simulcast. Yeah. Yeah. What's that on that beat? I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Middle finger up to my commodation. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene by my roof gun. When I leave the scene, bet your boot gun. And I beat the pussy like a new song. Two but I got me a few on Everything hot, skip lukewarm Tell shot to bust it open, off the loop gone Got a present for the present and a gift wrapping I don't feel good, but my trigger happy But the stripper happy, but they wish it had me And I wish a nigga would like a kitchen cat And me and you are cut from a different fabric I fucked it so good, it's a bad habit Bitch, sit down, you got a bad addict Gave her the wrong number and a bad addict. You ain't going nowhere like a bad nabby. Ass so big, I told her, look back at it. Whoa. Look back at it. Whoa. Look back at it. Whoa. Then I put a fat rabbit on a craftmatic. I am so high, addict. I am so high like a addict. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Middle finger up to my commodation. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my cellar messing. Two chains, got your girl on the celly. And when I get off the celly, I made her meet at the telly. When she meet at the telly, I put it straight in her belly. When it go in her belly, it ain't shit you can tell me. Uh, hair long, money long. Me and broke niggas, we don't get along. Hair long, money long. Me and broke niggas will get along. I paid a thousand dollars for my sneakers. They told you a hundred K for a feature. E-er, e-er, sound of the bed. Beat it up, beat it up, 
then I get some head. Well, I might get some head, then I beat it up. I don't give a fuck, switch it up, nigga, live it up. Yeah, it's going down, so get up. My valet park a Brinks truck. What's that on that beat, ho? I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Middle finger up to my commodation. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. This is Steve Cats with my daddy Rashadi. Peace. I'm the fucking man. Y'all don't get it, do ya? Type of money everybody acting like they know ya. Go uptown, New York City, bitch. Some Spanish girls love me like I'm out with daughter. Tell Uncle Luke I'm out in Miami too. Clubbing hard, fucking women, ain't much to do. Wrist playing, got a condo up on Biscayne. Still getting brain from a thing, ain't shit changed. How you feel, how you feel, how you feel? 25 sitting on 25 mil, huh? I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. Rest in peace, Mac Dre. I'ma do it for the bay, okay? Getting paid, we'll holler whenever that stops. My team good, we don't really need a mascot. Tell tune light one, pass it like a relay. YMC and B, you niggas more YMCA. Me, Franny, and Molly Mall at the cribbo. Shot goes out to Nico, J and Chubb, shot to Gibbo. We got Santa Margarita by the leader. She know even if I'm fucking with her, I don't really need her. Oh, that's how you feel, man, that's really how you feel. Cause the pimpin' nice cold, all these bitches wanna chill. I mean, maybe she won't, then again, maybe she will, I can almost guarantee she know the deal, real nigga, what's up? Now she want a photo, you already know though, you only live once, that's the motto, nigga, YOLO, and we bout it every day, every day, every day, like we sitting on the bench, nigga, we don't really play, every day, every day, fuck what anybody say, can't see him cause the money in the way, real nigga, what's up? One time, fuck one time, I'm calling niggas out like the umpire, seven grams in the blunt, almost drowned in the pussy, so I swam to but it's east side, we in this bitch, Wish a nigga would, like a tree in this bitch And if a leaf fall, put some weed in that bitch That's my M.O. at a beat of that shit I'm fucked up, tore down I'm twisted, door knife Talk stupid, off with your head Nigga money talks, and Mr. Ed Yeah, I'm so young money Got a drum on the gun, in the jazz of bunny Funny how honey ain't sweet like sugar Ain't shit sweet, niggas on the street like hookers I tongue kiss her other tongue Skeet, 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 water gun Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt Don't she? Now she want a photo, you already know though yeah. You only live once, that's the motto, nigga YOLO And we bout it every day, every day, every day Like we sitting on the bench, nigga We don't really play every day, every day Fuck what anybody say, can't see him Cause the money in the way, real nigga What's up, what's up, what's up Real nigga, what's up? 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 Now she want a photo. You already know though. You only live once. That's the motto, nigga. Yolo, and we bout it every day, every day, every day. Like we sitting on the bench, nigga. We don't really play every day, every day. Fuck what anybody say. Can't see him 'cause the money in the way. Real nigga, what's up? Teresa, the greatest black atheist of Father Teresa's wine cellar, and you're listening to the single simulcast.
I'm out of this world, not your run of the millin'. My name is Furl, I'm the owner of the villain. I'm a stoner and I'm chillin' with two bitches like Jack. I pimps and I mag, drive the bins on the lap. Man, I've been in the back with the groupies in the stars. I've been out front with the thugs in the cars. I've been on the yard with the Mexican mafia. And I only run with niggas that are killin' Dacia. I'm popular, I'm a rap star. But I live like a rock star, running from the cop car. I drop bars on slaps that knock hard. And I charge for this dick extra large. I'm sick of the source. Hide the Mars, and I treat my bitch like an ATM card. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. She's in the building and she's feeling herself. She's looking bad, but I'm willing to help. Stop it, baby, you're killing yourself. Come on, I got your back and you're chilling my belt. I'm feeling myself too. Man, just imagine some of the things we can do. You under me, me under you. Then we can catch the liquor stove before two. We can hit my nigga, go get some shoes. And if you still want to kick it, we can go get a room. It won't cost you much, I'm a good buy. Dick on discount, bitch, good buy. I look like Mr. Frank fucking free. No doho, you can't fuck with me. Get the fuck out, bitch, you still in my deal. You're full of shit and I'm feeling myself. I'm in a villain and I'm feeling myself. I'm I'm a West Coast bad boy. I'm represented. Trey, that's a bad toy. Is it rented? Party hard, hard. Very funny. You don't hear my tummy. I guess my money. My stomach ain't growling. I'm styling. Wildin', drinking vodka straight, fuck a Long Island. I want my own island. Bet you I'ma get it. I switch hit and play with both mitts. Pack a full fifth, I'm after your bitch. He ain't doing it right, she's after your scritch. And I'm after hers with these mackin' words. Nerd, I thought square stayed sharp. You're nothing but a mark in a bucket skylark. I'm playing my part. I'm Mr. Furley, put in a rupt and I'm talking to your girly. I'm in a villain and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. I'm
just a single sign. Like cash. <laughs> <laughs> Really? That's what we're calling that protest? That's what it was. It was a protest, buddy. It was protest <laughs> gathering outside with weapons just in case the other side got violent. Yeah, right. <laughs> outside of a church. Outside of a religious institution, uh, yeah. And the Islamophobia is, oh, is so rampant these it's days. It's beyond rampant. It's rampant. It's, and it's absurd. It's, it's even more irrational than the racism against black people because i mean both are wrong and both are completely uh, grounded in fiction and foolishness don't get me wrong but i feel like when you talk to somebody who is racist against black people in this country like they can you can you can understand where their what you background need to say is, has brought them yes. to a place to think that but a lifetime, these people, a lifetime, of a lifetime of conditioning but this whole situation with this islamophobia it's like it's like Twilight Zone. It's like they get on and you hear these people talking and nothing they say makes any sense. And you wonder how they could be saying these words in succession and not realize how crazy they sound. They sound absolutely batshit crazy. I, I don't want to add to like conspiracy theories, but and I don't I don't buy into the whole like, you know, building seven. I'm not a, a 9-11 conspiracy theorist, whatever. But, you know, what a convenient uh, you know, it's inconvenient, but you know now there's this justification for a variety of different things uh, that feed the war machine, right? And there, and there's a populace that are all for it because of the rampant Islamophobia. It's crazy, though. I, I just I've never. It's it's such an. I, here's what I always say: the, weird, the percentage, the percentage of Christians that do fucked up, horrible shit. You would far quicker to cry all Christians than you would as a percentage of, of extremists uh, that call themselves Muslims, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's 1.1 billion Muslims worldwide. The number that are like, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, like, uh, you know, extremists and, 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 you know, whatever you want to use the word terrorist, whatever you want to call it. But the percentage of, of overall Muslims that, that engage in that activity is minuscule compared to the number of Christians that are just like horrible, fucked up people. And, you As know, I've, I've tried to talk to people about that and try and build that comparison, and Christians are like, "No, it's different." <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, they are it's different. It's different. I'm like, how exactly? Because one of my friends um, <clears throat> was putting up pictures talking about ISIS and making a comparison back to all people of Islamic faith. And I was like, well, what if people drew Westboro back to all Christians? Because, you know, that's the standby. That's the default. You know, the default is ISIS is to uh, Islamic faith as Westboro is to Christian Christians. faith. Right. The KKK. Yeah. I didn't even get to that part. He was just like, exactly. no, nah, that's crazy. There's no way that you can compare Westboro to Christians. And, and I was like, well, how do you feel about homosexuals? And he was like, we hate them all. And I was like, well... Sounds like you're pretty close. You are pretty much on point. Mm, mm, but <laughs> about 250 mostly armed anti-Muslim demonstrators, many wearing T-shirts wearing a profanity-laced message denouncing Islam, faced off against a crowd of roughly the same size defending the faith in front of a Phoenix mosque Friday night. <laughs> demonstrators yelled and taunted each other across a line of police separating the two sides, but violence did not break out. John Ritzheimer, the, or, the organizer of the protest, called it a patriotic sign of resistance against what he deemed the tyranny of Islam in America. I would love to see more of these events pop up in other states, Ritzheimer said. 
I want fellow Patriots standing right here next to me. This isn't about me. Everyone's been thinking it. I'm just saying it. I'm just going to jump in and say I didn't think it. Um, no, Everybody. sir, you crazy. It's quite the generous. And you had your ass handed to you by Anderson Cooper a couple nights ago on CNN as well. Did you well. see that, Rashani? Embarrass oh. yourself. Oh, man. Do Embarrass your, do, do your listeners a favor. We won't even bother just talking about it. Anderson Cooper, through a series of pointed questions, <laughs> talked right. this guy into the most like absurd circles. This, this What's his name? Ritz, I don't want to say his name. John that Ritz. idiot. Yeah. He, he literally got his whole ass handed to him by Cooper. It was great. Like he literally made him disagree with himself. <laughs> it was fucking beautiful. I couldn't believe it was actually happening live on the television. I was like, oh my God, he's literally going to just... He he did it. He just no. I didn't say he just that. Disagreed with himself. You just said that. Wait, I, okay, I did say. Wait that. a second. I, don't I agree did, with that. but I don't agree with that. Huh? Oh, that's so awesome. It was okay. great. Here we go. Here we go. You know this um, dick bag's now got a like a GoFundMe. He's like afraid of his life and that's the death circle. threats and shit. It's like you know you Fuck. piss off you piss off a marginalized community. They don't take it. You go on the morning shows, talk circuit, and then you ask people for money. It's 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 insane because people are coming after you because they're the victim. But when you are coming after people, yeah, not the same thing. Nope. Let's see. Okay. Being an open society where people express their views and others take offense, sometimes violently. In Garland, Texas, you'll recall two ISIS sympathizers were shot dead after opening fire with assault rifles outside a Draw the Prophet Muhammad event. Now, a similar event is scheduled tomorrow outside a mosque in Phoenix, and participants are being encouraged to bring firearms. Sarah Seidner is there. She joins us tonight. So the rally planned for tomorrow, what more do you know about it? Look, they're supposed to have this rally. They're calling it a freedom of speech rally round two because this is the second time they've done this. Uh, but yeah, before- no, let's go to this part. appreciate the update. Joining us now is John Ritzheimer, who organized uh, the event. Oh. Also with us is former FBI and CIA counterterrorism official Philip Mudd. Uh, Mr. Ritzheimer, appreciate you being with us. So you're encouraging hundreds of armed people to gather outside a mosque during a prayer service wearing T-shirts saying F Islam. And I certainly know you have the right to protest. Everybody does in this country. But you yourself have said this is a provocation. I know you've compared it to poking a bear, kicking a hornet's nest. So what are you really trying to achieve? Uh, Well, I'm really trying to achieve uh, exposing Islam and uh, the truth about what's written in the Quran. You know, uh, people, you know, even uh, Mr. Mudd that's uh, joining us, he's said that uh, he thinks this is a bad idea. And some would probably argue that, you know, uh, the, the signers that signed the Declaration of Independence was a bad idea uh, back in their day. So you're and comparing yourself I, to the signers of the Declaration of Independence? Uh, yeah. I, I, I just, I don't want to live in fear. I shouldn't have to live in fear. <laughs> what are you uh, afraid of? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we've received a bunch of credible, credible threats. Um, I've already had the police and uh, come, come to my house. My family's currently packing up and uh, they're, they're going into hiding. So... I understand you don't like Islam. You clearly equate Islam with terrorism. You served in Iraq. You, you served proudly in the Marines, and, and we should honor that service. You served in support of an Islamic government in Iraq. So if you hate Islam, how do you justify having done that? Uh, well, I the core values of Islam is what I really hate. Um, the, right, but the you were, you were saying... promoting an Islamic government. You were helping bolster an Islamic government in Iraq. So why were you doing that? Okay. Um, well, let me answer it like this. I was over there, and uh, I was over there. I was following orders. I was. I was. So, young. do you feel uh, you were supporting was... terrorists while you were supporting the Islamic government in Iraq? 
Do you, no, do you no, say I, the uh, Marines who are, have been fighting I, in Afghanistan are supporting terrorism as well? No. No, I do not. Let me finish. Uh, I was uneducated when I went over there. I was a junior Marine following orders. Um, I was scared, but it was, I, I wasn't uneducated about Islam. It wasn't until I came home and uh, utilized my 9-11 GI Bill and... Okay, but, but now that you're allegedly educated on Islam, allegedly. Get your money back. So are you saying that Marines and others who are currently serving in Afghanistan and elsewhere are supporting terrorists? Uh, if if their government is going to be run uh, under Sharia law and stuff, then yeah, I, I don't well, support that. It's not Sharia law, but it's it tough. is an Islamic government. So you believe that all active duty service members right now are supporting terrorism around the world? No, I do not believe that. But they're supporting Islamic governments, and you believe Islam equals terrorism? I do not believe that. You don't believe that, <laughs> that Islam at, at, at its core is terrorism? Oh, yes. I, uh, <laughs> out committing these atrocities and stuff they're following the book as it's written so let me bring in phil phil in terms of what the u.s is trying to achieve Keep here because it comes back to what marines and others are fighting and dying <coughs> do events like this thing that's going to happen tomorrow in phoenix do you believe it actually hurts the u.s outreach to the vast majority of the muslim world yes I see this kind of event and I look at ISIS and I know what they're going to say. This is proof that what we're telling you to recruit you out of Denver, out of Phoenix, out of Los Angeles, out of New York, that that's true. They talk to you about democracy, free speech, and living with your religion, regardless of what it is in America, but they don't live that in practice. Mr. Ritzheimer, I think Phil brings up an interesting point. Aren't you playing into the narrative of ISIS, of Al-Qaeda, which are, is basically trying to say there's a war between islam and the west and you have to choose you can't be a muslim in the united states you have to be opposed to the united states aren't you playing into their hands this is, isn't this exactly the reaction and the message that the terrorists want sure <laughs> sure I, I suppose okay so you're playing into isis and al-qaeda hands do you feel good about that uh, I'm just I'm just doing what I have to do to make sure that my children have a good future. <laughs> really? You don't believe the trolling get paid into the narrative of what ISIS and Al Qaeda is trying to shed. I mean ISIS and Al Qaeda, to Phil's point, is pushing this narrative that there is a war between Islam and the West. You fully believe there's a war between Islam and the West, I guess, yes? Yes. So you see yourself as a foot soldier somehow in a war. So you're you think that it's wise for the West to have war against the billion-plus Muslims around the world. No, I don't want war. But I, <laughs> we're not the ones out committing these acts. We're not. We're not the one threatening anybody. Uh, you don't by believing think otherwise. bringing guns to a mosque while people, while families are praying inside, wearing T-shirts that say "F Islam" and shouting whatever it is you're going to shout at them as they come and as they go. You don't think that's promoting violence at all i i think the whole thing is I, the cartoon contest especially i think it's stupid uh and ridiculous but it's what needs to take place in order to expose the true colors of islam what uh oh, john ritzheimer i appreciate being on phil mud as well oh my god what an idiot how does that work it doesn't. it doesn't. Anderson gave up. He's like, you're just really stupid, so we gotta go. Yeah, like, really? the circle that he just talked himself into. So surreal. Oh my goodness. Is I, 2 plus 2 4? No. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait. Wait. Is Ask it? me that again. <laughs> Maybe. No. Yes. 
<laughs> Can I get a vowel? A, a lifeline. <laughs> well, that guy um, told reporters tonight that he'll be going into hiding for his own safety and the safety of his family. He said the rally was peaceful throughout, thanked the police for the job they've been doing, and saying that there have been people calling for folks to come and behead me, which he decried as tyranny and terrorism right here in America. And when asked if it was all worth it, that guy said to ask if the founders thought it was worth it to put their lives on the line and sign the Declaration of Independence. He declared that when you start trying to oppress American citizens, people will fight back. But, 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 dude, guy, guy, dick. Whatever. I don't even know what your name is. I'm just going to call you Dick because you seem like a dick. Yeah, yep. that's plenty fine. Dick. The, these these folks of Islamic faith, they're also American citizens, dog. I don't I don't know if you saw that part. If you if you noticed that you're in fucking Phoenix, he missed the memo. I'm saying like you're in Phoenix. It's not like you went elsewhere. You're in America, and you're like. When you start trying to oppress American citizens, what do you think you just did? Like, you can't be that stupid. You really, it is nearby impossible for you to be that stupid where you're in here talking about this, but you're doing the same exact thing. Your hypocrisy can't be white, white privilege. <laughs> Anderson said it best. We're apparently educated. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is, oh, my, my head hurts. Chasing yeah. that circle. The stupid's too much. But now he's going into hiding, and yes, he has a GoFundMe. And the last I checked, it wasn't getting much play, but I'm sure it will. I don't know. He sounds pretty dumb. Usually, like, they, you have to be kind of charismatic. This, I mean, he's so stupid. I I don't even know what to say. I I think even the people that normally would give to those things, like, "Mm, that boy ain't right. I feel like he (laughs) did this. I feel like he did this whole thing just so he could do the GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah, it really that feels is, like that. Exactly. He started off during the the show saying, "Oh, my family's going into hiding right now." And he's you like, "Everything even... was peace. Everything was peaceful. And everything went fine." But I'm getting threats, man. If I went into hiding every time somebody threatened me, well, and even he said, on social media, I'd be in hiding all the time. He said it was deliberately provocative. He agreed that this is provocative, and it was a his bear. goal. Uh, and to stomp he, on the hornet. He, he also called it stupid. <laughs> he said it's so stupid. It's really but, stupid. So we have to do. It. I mean, Come on. That guy needs to have a million seats and go away. Forever. <laughs> far, far away. To a place far, far away. Far. But if he went to a place far, far away, then he wouldn't be in an American or he wouldn't be in America. And then who could he uh, oppress while saying that when Americans get oppressed, they fight back? He sounds like somebody who's watched way too many 80s action movies. <laughs> yes. That's what he talks like. He talked like he spent a whole lot in the mid when in the early to mid 90s on tnt and tbs they used to have movies for guys who like movies i feel like he spent a lot of time watching those movies like commandos on right you know i I, I bet i bet you're like closer to like real than you really know like he's he's probably like some sort of like operative that somebody put in motion like okay this is the, the pawn that we're gonna have out and poke you know do all this horrible you know paint muhammad thing and to get him all indoctrinated they put him into some sort of like Super town, like what was that 80s movie where oh, fucking the experts, the experts were fucking uh Travolta and some other dude were in it. They thought it was an American town, but it was really a Russian town, and they're right. like indoctrinating him. They did that to this guy mm, and they just boy. activated him. Why, so you're right, Rashani. Why won't people think about those poor white people just being full left and right and the thinking that everybody's evil? 
We're not except, all bad except, people. Except them, though. We're not bad people. And, and, and look, if you want to say that their religion is bad and then get mad when people say that your religion is bad, Josh Duggar. By the way, somebody put a uh, post on Facebook. It was a mom. She put a post up on Facebook that said, um, it is so hard sleeping with children in the house. I think, let me, let me find it. Cause it, I want the direct quote on this one. Cause she did not like my response. <laughs> um, ta, 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 ta. Hold on one second. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not even going to edit this out. Um, but yeah, she was like, oh, there we go. Ah, the joys of trying to sleep with children in the house. Hashtag sigh. <laughs> and I said, that's a direct quote from Josh Duggar's biography. Oh. <laughs> Too soon, maybe? Maybe. maybe. That's, that's but It was a slow pitch over the plate. <laughs> it sure was. Ah, the joys of trying to sleep with children in the house. Sigh. So, yeah, somebody told me I was an asshole. I wasn't here an asshole, but I, maybe too soon. And it, it's almost like, like there was a period where like you could tell Michael Jackson like kind of pedophile jokes, and then like you really couldn't, and he's like you know, he's passed. Now people get really mad about it. Like I don't know when the timing is for you know inappropriate jokes. Maybe never, but I wouldn't say that. Yeah, to but you. context matters too. Like you can tell a joke if it's in a joke setting. I think to me, I, I, my rules like if it's funny, it's funny. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like that pitch was too slow over the play. So, um, following a segment with former Republican Rep. Tom Davis about former Speaker of the House Dennis Hastert and how terribly shocked they were to hear about the charges filed against him this week, Meet the Press host Chuck Todd moved on to a, his panel discussion on the topic, and this is how he started things off. Todd. When you got to this town, you want to hold members of Congress up in high esteem. I can't make the case anymore to say, Mama, I want your kids to grow up to be politicians. After Chris Matthews blathered on in response about what amount of the scandal the public will tolerate if politicians actually get something done, baseball analogies and claiming that most of the people in Congress were good, wholesome family people, former Bushy Sarah Fagan added this. It creates a vicious cycle for the institution of Congress, which is that more and more of these scandals come out and then fewer and fewer really great candidates want to run for co- for office. Right, said Todd. What's And then Fagan said, what's really what we're seeing in public office today is, you know, being a member of Congress is no longer honorable in most parts of the country, which is just sad. Let me just stop right there and go back a few seconds to where she said more and more of these scandals come out because she was talking about... Dennis Haster mm. and Josh Josh Duggar. Josh Duggar, yeah. And and how um, people getting in trouble for a sex scandal is what's keeping people from running. Like they're losing <laughs> that, a lot of good crazy. candidates because they that keep they on doing might sex, be scandals. No, sex scandals. I, I think she was implying that the tarnish is wearing off more than like <laughs> people aren't becoming congressmen because like I don't want to get into sex scandal. <laughs> I better not do that. It's you know, but I I don't think there was ever a ton uh, uh, a shine like you know, it was a turd for a long time at least my lifetime. Whoever said like I want to grow up and be in Congress? Anybody you know? No, no. I mean, no. And then no, nope, not even that guy. <laughs> I, I almost would say maybe, but like I, I didn't know any like 
young Republicans. Yeah, I was going to say there was that one guy, but no. No, he was a jackass, but he ended up like smoking weed by college and he chilled out. So, no. I don't know any young Republicans. I don't think I know too many Republicans, though. Drew, you're not a Republican, are you? No. Okay. I'm not a liberal either. Okay. Right. I guess I'm, I'm a registered Democrat. I'm a leftist. Yeah. Are you a leftist? I don't know. Maybe I'm a, I, I like to think of myself as progressive, but I don't like the word liberal. I know that I have some things that I view more of a conservative light, and there's some things that I view in a really liberal light, and so I don't know what I am. I'm just me. And that's really it. Boom. Authorities charged a Casper woman on Thursday after her children told school administrators they missed the bus because, quote, mommy was drunk. Oh, no. <sighs> Oh, no. Carita Ann Stimmel is charged with child endangerment and possession of a controlled substance. The principal at Cottonwood Elementary called police at about 9.15 a.m. after two children walked into the school and said they had missed the bus for University Park Elementary School where they attend. The principal said she tried calling her mom first but could not reach her. She told police she had given the kids bowls of cereal because they said they had not eaten breakfast. The kids, a boy born, a girl born in 2008 and a boy born in 2009, told police they went with their mother to the liquor store the night before, according to the report. The brother, the girl said her brother had to blow into the ignition interlock device in her mom's car so it would start. Oh my! Oh gosh. no! Took mm. a six-year-old to blow mm. into the. She told the uh, police her mom had woken up late for school that morning and that her mom had gone back to sleep. She said she picked out clothing for her and her brother and had packed them lunches containing, quote, jalapeno pickles, gogurt, and Capri Sun. Officers went to Stimmel's home on Box Elder Street. Stimmel said she was unaware her children missed the bus and said, quote, if they don't get to the bus on time, that's on them. Seven and six-year-old. Yep. Officers had her take a portable breath test that showed she had a 0.13% blood alcohol concentration. Police also found a methamphetamine pipe in the home that tested positive for meth residue, according to the report. (sighs) Officers also noticed that the two children shared a room without beds. Mm -hmm. They saw blankets on the floor but no pillows. The children were taken into custody by the Department of Family Services. Their mom is currently being held in the Natrona County Detention Center. She needs treatment. But the thing is, this is this is exactly what gets me about the whole situation is that this mom needs help, obviously, and is is this is the best outcome for these children to be in the system and their their mom, you know, in custody, not getting treatment necessarily, but potentially criminal charges filed. I just. It's not best, but it's, it's so, better than... It's better. I'm not saying that she was doing a good job. Obviously, she's doing a horrible job. But I just think that sometimes it's very easy to otherize people's behavior. And I I just... It, it just it's just reeks of all of this, like, war on drugs and all of, all of these laws that we have that, that treat symptoms of problems, not the problems yeah, themselves. I said right away she needs to And it's just, like... It's really, I just feel so bad for for those kids because it's a horrible existence to have to live like that and have to be, you know, just even hearing about the sister, you know how many, how much responsibility she probably has in the household and 
and everything. Oh, gosh. That little girl has probably seen more in her young life than she ever should have. Yep. That's why uh, my mom left my pops. He was an alcoholic and uh, was a complete fuck up. And so we didn't have things like that happen. I feel that. I mean, my mom and dad were in situations that weren't healthy for the family as a whole, so they split up. And um, even now I still have you know, recollections and memories of things that they went through or that she went through when I was younger. At, at the age of four, I remember these things. So I know that these two kids are going to remember this. And I'll stick with you. Yeah. Six, seven. That's not four. Having your kid blow into the interlock device on your car so you can start the vehicle. How do you explain that to a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what story do you have to tell to where your kid is like, okay, I'm cool with that? Like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, and I never will. And it's not my place to judge. It's my place to say that's not the only family like that out there. Um, And I hope that they all get the help that they are desperately in need of um, instead of simply sending them to jail and then repeating or releasing them back out into the world to repeat the same situation. Because if you send the parent to jail, sure, the parent might dry out and get some sort of uh, uh, clarity, you know. But the kids are in the system now. They're not getting helped out. They're not getting any counseling or anything like that. They're just in the system, you know, so the kids are worse for wear when the mom comes back, if the mom comes back, and then the cycle might continue again. It's just a sad situation for, like I said, everybody involved. Agreed. Mm. Sad. Gosh. Hey, um, I know it's late out there, and I appreciate y'all stopping past. Um, again, go ahead and tell them something about yourself. Tell them about your show. Give you sure. shout outs. The floor absolutely, is yours. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so again, you can find us uh, at the Interracial John. That's J-A-W-N. Just search Interracial John on iTunes or Stitcher. Or you can go to our website, interracialjohn.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that good stuff uh, at Interracial John. Again, that's J-A-W-N. You can find me on Twitter at Leslie Mac, M-A-C. And you can find that guy at Very White Guy on Twitter almost all the time. He's very prolific. Uh, uh, so check him out and um, that's it. You could, we have a weekly show and, you know, usually comes out Wednesday or Thursday and um, talk about fun stuff. Check us out. And thanks for having us. It was so awesome to talk with you as usual and, and uh, go through these awesome stories and play some music and talk about STDs. And um, remember y'all. <laughs> If you have unprotected sex, be careful because that burning I, might be an eternal flame. I was going to say, I'm, I'm never, ever going to hear that song and not think about, like, I don't know, the clap. It's burning. just burning. It's so wrong. An eternal flame. Oh, I mean, it's, it's just when I heard it the first time, like when I actually thought of it that way, I was just like, wait. Wait, really? And now whenever I hear it, it's like, is this burning? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank y'all so much for stopping by. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for having us. It's y'all been are, great. We'll y'all. come back anytime, especially once we move. It'll be good. Yep. I was going to say, y'all are always welcome. 
Oh man, Fat Man Wild spin the beat. This thing is on the And I'm gonna show anybody out there that thinks for one second that maybe I'm second guess of myself that I am the greatest of all time forever and ever. One surprise! One surprise! I'm back. To make it out the ice cold streets of the city You better have a Christopher Word game with it You better have a dance game similar to Diddy Or play b-baller but a rim like Smitty Josh, Chris, Bosh, Paul, Gasol Or any other nigga that ball and tall I used to sell it white as Paul Wall Gave my young boy three of them in the mall And he gon' bring me 75k back tomorrow You know what big about you know what bigger do? Ice water in my veins, hard pumping igloo. I'm familiar with the money, so who the fuck is you? What the fuck you do? Where the fuck you from? Who you knowing? Somebody get this nigga, I don't know him. And I'm about to jet off on his ass like a bone. Going, 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 gone. So, you don't like the prestige that I have in life? You don't like the notoriety? You didn't trust the fact that I got more I got a big house on the big side of town. I got life pretty much the way I want it. To make it up the ice cold streets of the city. Your mind state gotta be as wicked as fitty. Can't love life suckling on mama's titty. Cause life is a bitch and a bitch ain't with it. You gotta have faith living life on big I'm ready to die for the money. Who is with me? Life at the death. Hey, this must be hell. I asked for six figures. God gave back self. I'm on my way to heaven in the Porsche 911. Buried in my car and I'm surrounded by a harem. Surrounded by my brethren. My funeral is legend. Buried like a pharaoh with my jewelry in the desert. The government that hate me like Jesus, but fuck them. I did it for the grind. I did it for the hustle. I did it for the people on the bottom in the struggle. I did it for my comrades. Did it cause I love them. Custom made, brother. Woo. And I mean custom made. From the alligators to the all I can see it right here. Rick Flair. There's only one. And I don't care if it's Tokyo, Japan, Greensboro, Richmond, Charlotte, North Carolina, Asheville, Atlanta, Georgia, Charlotte, LA. I'm the man that's making it possible. To make it out the ice cold streets of the city, you gotta politic your situations like Clinton. If you chase power, you ain't gotta chase women. So take some advice, take cash over ass. When you get money, you ain't gotta take shit. So long as you broke, she ain't gotta take dick. Capiche? Know what motivate your beast? Capiche paid a mortgage on a pussy up for lease. Capiche church ladies going gaga for the Gucci. Yeah, got two niggas menaging for some Louis. Yeah, I'm with the keys get acquainted with Alicia and every other girl named Rihanna wanna meet ya. They in it for the money, got the swag of the features. Pretty parasites might suck you like leeches. Just some information for a student from a teacher. Real life shit, I'm Mike Bigger. Nice to meet ya. Gone. At Delta, the girls call me Cool. At Eastern, the girls call me Slick Rick. And all the other women around the world just say, Oh, there goes the man. Woo! So I die in this bitch. Uh, yes. Do this I'm for like my soldiers. Yo. 
streets. Nigga, let's take this shit to the streets. You niggas need deep in the pile of shit. Cowards get the ass beat at every motherfucking event for coward shit. It's about to be Chris out again. Slap across the face, flash fine all over the place. All a nigga wanted was a little space. Now your face wrapped with duct tape and your arms taped to your shoes. You in a hog type of this shit. And my niggas divide all your chickens. Smooth like Niagara 
the glory got me and considered a murderous criminal because my bullet ate his ass like a cannibal. Before I chopped him with AK, I made him say his grace. And then I emptied the clip off up in his fucking face. His partner called him for backup as I was breaking out. Nigga, please a die. That's what I heard him shout. I hit the corner with quickness because I ain't the one to feel the fucking blast of a shotgun. And when they fry my ass, I'm going straight to hell. That's why I'm kicking the tails of a jail cell. And if they ever disrespect me, I'm a bank, yeah. So say what up to the motherfucking respect gangster. Chill, ma. Man, I'm making a fuck at gangsta shit, ma. Man, I'm making a fuck at gangsta. Okay, gotta get a gangsta. Single simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.